Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in grain markets here on Thursday. It is 6.02 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. May corn futures down one and a quarter at 7.36 and three quarters. December corn up three and a half at 6.59 and a half. May soybeans down two and a quarter at 16.61 and three quarters. November beans down two and a quarter at 14.68. May Chicago wheat down one and three quarters at 10.25 and a half. May Kansas City wheat down two and a half cents at 10.42. May spring wheat is up seven and a quarter at 10.65 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it, guys. Leave me a rating. Leave me a review if you have not already. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like these videos, leave me a comment. All of those things will help me to grow this channel. My goal is to get to 5,000 subscribers. Uh, we hit 4,500 this week. If you guys need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription, guys. I send a ton of information out to my subscribers every single business day, morning email, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations, uh, subscriber-only videos go out every single day. There's one yesterday regarding information inflation and some of the causes of inflation. And uh, one cause in particular regarding uh, large corporations here in this country that maybe we don't think about as much. So if you guys are interested in this sort of content, check out that premium deal. It's $49.99 a month. You can cancel it at any time. No other fee, no other obligation, uh, nothing like that. We do have a big USDA report today. This is the annual prospective plantings and uh, also quarterly grain stocks report. Uh, which will be released simultaneously. Traders expect prospective U.S. corn plantings near 92 million, which would be down from the the 2021 final number of 93.4. Uh, prospective soybean plantings expected at 88.7, which would be up from 87.2. That was the final number last year. All wheat expected to rise. Uh, spring wheat expected to rise a little bit versus last year. Now, we also have the grain stocks report. U.S. corn stocks as of March 1st expected to be up about 2% versus the same period last year. Soybean stocks uh, should be up about 22% versus the same period last year, according to uh, pre-report estimates at least. Wheat stocks should be down sharply versus the same period last year. So be prepared for volatility in the markets around the release. This report is very often associated with a lot of volatility in the markets. Uh, the trade very often will miss the corn number by a million or two, miss the soybean acreage number by a million or two. And I think if there was ever a year for a big surprise somewhere in here, it's probably this year. And I say that, uh, I think largely because of the fertilizer situation, which has just uh, taken all of the traditional logic kind of out of, of the equation here. But uh, we'll see what happens. Report out at 11, be prepared for some volatility. I will discuss uh, that situation tomorrow. Officials from Russia and Ukraine are slated to resume talks tomorrow. These are going to be video discussions following talks earlier this week. And those talks earlier this week, they did not result in any sort of ceasefire or really any sort of major progress toward peace. In regard to agriculture, Ukraine's President Zelensky said that Russian forces are deliberately trying to damage Ukrainian farms. Troops have placed landmines in fields while agricultural equipment has been destroyed. Russians are doing everything to ruin our agricultural potential to provoke a food crisis, not only in Ukraine, but in the world, said Zelensky. Ukraine's deputy ag minister said this week, however, that spring plantings are actually 10% ahead of last year's pace. He said this, we are negotiating with suppliers so that the sowing campaign does not stop. Still, Ukraine's government said earlier this month that total spring crop acres could fall by more than 
than half this year. So still a tremendous amount of uncertainty when it comes to agricultural production potential in Ukraine. Uh, The crude oil market is sharply lower this morning, and I believe it's on this news. The U.S. may release more oil from its strategic petroleum reserve. That's the SPR is what they call it. The Biden administration is reportedly considering a release of up to 180 million barrels of crude oil over the course of the next several months. That's the equivalent of about two days of, of global demand. Reports suggest that they'd release 1 million barrels per day over the course of several months. Uh, the U.S. uses about 20 million barrels per day for reference. This would mark, if realized, the third time that the U.S. has tapped the SPR in the last six months. This would be the largest SPR uh, release ever in its 50-year history. U.S. oil reserves are already at their lowest level since 2002. Members of the International Energy Agency, which is the IEA, they will meet on Friday. So some of these other countries may also sign on to release more reserves. Now, so um, I'm going to go off on a tangent here today, kind of like I did yesterday. I apologize. Uh, So Releasing oil reserves is nice. They're they're making it look like they're attempting to to help us out in regard to gas prices, right? Um, what's really going on is this. Uh, three weeks ago, the Saudis famously refused a phone call from President Biden. Biden called the Saudis. He wants them to pump more oil, and they said no. Uh, they didn't even take the phone call. It, that is a a direct slap in the face and a humiliation. To the United States. Now, the, U- the U.S. and Saudis, they have a very long history uh, together. The U.S. has essentially been guaranteeing the safety of the Saudis and their ability to pump oil for decades. Uh, we provide weapons to the Saudis, resources for their wars. Just earlier this month, the U.S. sent missiles and other weapons to Saudi Arabia following an urgent request from the kingdom, following attack an attack on their oil facilities. Just this week, the Saudis are reportedly seeking a formal treaty with the U.S that would provide additional defense support after an escalation in their war with Yemen. So oil prices are an easy fix, guys. Biden just needs to play hardball with the Saudis, and he won't because it is not in the best interest of the pocketbooks of the U.S. elites. And this does not just go for Democrats. This goes for Republicans as well. Trump was easy on Saudis also. Jared Kushner was was over there begging for Saudi money. And and that's where what this all comes down to is money. Uh, the money that... Um, uh, the Saudis uh, earn from selling their oil. A lot of it makes its way back to the United States. So, uh, yeah, Biden and and the White House they are making it look like they are making it look like they're attempting to fix this gas price issue when in fact they are not. Because if they really wanted to, they'd pu- they'd play hardball with with OPEC. They'd say, Saudi, you know what? We're not sending you any more weapons. We're not sending you missiles. We're not helping you out with your defense here. But we're gonna we're gonna lay down and we're gonna do exactly that. And uh, the elites here in the United States will continue to. Pr- profit uh, off of that. So it's really a disaster. Uh, One separate headline, the Biden administration is reportedly considering year-round E15 sales. Uh, This would be great, of of course, for, you know, the corn market. uh, You know, it's great for ethanol. I don't think that that is uh, the way ultimately to drastically lower fuel costs, but that was one thing that was reported along with this story. U.S. ethanol stocks continue to build. Stocks were up 1.5% last week, 26.529 million barrels. Historically, ethanol stocks have only been higher or were only higher during the spring of 2020 uh, during the COVID panic. So that's a potential issue if gasoline demand declines, and it has been declining. Gasoline 
demand last week was the lowest seasonally since 2013. And gasoline demand typically kind of improves as you get closer to the summer. So that's uh, an issue that we've got to watch here. Uh, ethanol production was mostly normal. Production margins are break even to mostly positive around the Corn Belt. Uh, U.S. national average gas price, 423 per gallon. That's something I suppose you have to keep an eye on. We do have an export sales report this morning. It'll be out at 730. Uh, sales for the current marketing year, corn 600 to 1.1 expected. Soybean sales, 400 to 1.4 expected. Old crop wheat sales, 50,000 to 300 expected. The cattle market was mixed yesterday. Uh, there's a little bit of cash cattle at 140, kind of light. The boxes were lower. And the outside markets uh, were quiet, aside from the crude oil, which is down $6.46 in the May WTI, 101.37. And I believe this is on that SPR news. U.S. dollars higher, stock markets mixed, precious metals mixed, bonds up just a little bit. Reported 11 today, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow.